The bottom line bombs on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, Jersey, York. York, as in New York. Tennessee and Virginia from Boosted Same Game Parlays live in game odds. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, get a $100 free bet. At sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T. And with that, we are here for week number nine. Bottom line bombs, play that paid for license by generic techno music. CJ Sullivan here on week nine NFL contest picks, also known as the bottom line. Back for it as we stretch the second half of the season. Going by so quickly. I am the man in the box, bringing the paper and the passion. Let me see if I can. Those, those are papers. These are homemade, on-the-road papers. For one of the third times of the show, I'm not in the studio today. I'm actually uh, on the road in my own box, in the hotel box in uh, Appleton, Wisconsin. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, but first, I'm explaining what the show is <clears throat> for first-time listeners as I cough through a lot of unprofessional coughing and digesting and i don't know if this setup's gonna work right now i'm looking myself in the mirror and um that's not how it is in the studio but in the hotel room you know look at me i can't even get through the explanation of the show i'm already <laughs> already going off on a different top uh top. all right let me explain it real quick it's each week i give five picks against the spread but they could picks with bits i am a stand-up comedian and a gambler um degenerate my entire life so those two worlds combine with this, so I come up with picks for the NFL that come produced from bits, and uh, sometimes the bits are better than the picks, sometimes the picks are better than the bits. Uh, but it's for the circuit contest, five picks each week against the spread. We have a winning record. We went 3-2 and two last week, another winning week. Uh, we're a little over 500. I'll tally up soon. doesn't matter. You can follow me on the circuit sports site. I am entered into the contest, CJ Bombs. With my proxy, Vegas Andy, who makes the play every week. Shout out to Vegas Andy, the proxy. Um, yeah, like I said, we, had, we we got back to a winning week three and two. The only two losses were Detroit and Chicago, go figure. Detroit only two terrible teams, obviously. But Detroit only scored 27 fucking points at halftime. That was my first F-bomb. Uh, and then scored zero after that. They had three possessions in the second half. How do they not cover getting three and a half at home up 27 to whatever the hell they were at 10? 27 points at halftime. They don't score a thing afterwards. And the Bears, they scored 29, and they still couldn't cover double di- getting double digits, and they put up 29. Jesus Christ. Anyway, like I said, this this setup is not good, this box in the hotel, because I'm at the, uh, you know, you know your hotel. They have the desk. You put the computer there on a couple outlets, and then you have the mirror right there. So now I'm just staring at my head in the mirror, and this is not good. Kind of like when you get a haircut, when you just have to stare at your face the entire time. With that toilet paper around your throat and a fucking tarp. So it's just your head floating in a place of business. And you're like, Jesus, God. Is that what I look like? Get a straight razor? Can you go ahead and slip my throat? Anyway, here we are. We are in. Let's get into it. Week nine. Because, um, yeah, like I said, I'm in Elton, Wisconsin. Just the trade deadline was this week in the NFL. Boy, people, people are really trying to make that a thing. It's not a thing. The NFL trade deadline, the NBA deadline, baseball deadline. That's a real. That's a real trade deadline. That's the things. Things happen in the baseball trade deadline that <laughs> win people championships every year. It's insane. 
But the NFL trade deadline, they try to make it a thing like, oh, here's a ticker Tuesday, 4 o'clock. And it's like, Chase Edmonds goes to Denver. Great. What, what do we do with that news? And uh, Chris, Curtis Claypool, whatever, whatever his first name is, goes to Chicago. Claypool goes to Chicago. Why? Who is that for? The Bears got rid of some defensive players. The week before, McCaffrey, that was a big trade, obviously, but that wasn't a trade deadline thing. That was just a thing beforehand. What I do like about the trade deadline is, like, it's always it's always these bullshit running backs. It's always angry <laughs> receivers and shit. And so they send them to another team, and then it takes a couple of weeks to learn the playbook. That's what I like. They go, well, they got to learn the playbook and simulate the offense before we get them in there and a little pitch count. They've been playing football all year. How about you just design a play for them? Meanwhile, defenders... Like Miami got Bradley Chubb, right? Off the bus, we just throw a Dolphins helmet on him and fucking throw some red meat on the field and let him run wild. He's an animal. Defensive players have no plays whatsoever. At least the live and sack experts are like, whatever. We just fucking clear the clear the paperwork and let him go and just fucking put a scent of a quarterback on him anyway. Oh boy. Anyway, bad morning get into it i will get into it. i am in wisconsin like i said i'm <laughs> in appleton wisconsin doing shows at skyline comedy club if you're in town this weekend come on out i'm actually doing a 420 show on saturday that's, that's gonna be a nightmare for three shows just added with the the teenage millionaire himself dj miller um but wisconsin's a good i'm like i told you i am uh i don't know if i have told you this but i am Sober over two years, at least drinking wise. I still every still do every drug that comes in front of my face, but I stopped drinking. Uh, and Wisconsin uh, did, does not stop drinking ever. They are <laughs> they are a, they are the drinking estate in the in the country. I think by far, at least they're so proud of it. You know, I do a drinking storytelling show podcast show with Sean Flannery on Story Runs Audio called Blackout Diaries. Very funny show. And we did an entire we we do a theme to every to drinking on every episode. We had, we actually did one episode just on Wisconsin alone. <laughs> That's how much they love drinking. Their their slogan at the airport: "Drink Wisconsinably, drink Wisconsin," which is funny, but it doesn't it doesn't give the confidence of being responsible whatsoever. Um, they're hilarious out here. Eight, I think it was eight or ten. Ten of the twenty. That's what it was. There was some poll like twenty. The twenty top twenty most binge drinking cities in America, ten of them are in Wisconsin. <laughs> Half of the binge drinking cities in America are top ranking ones are in Wisconsin. And there's no answer for it if you ask them. They're like, "Well, it's because you know we have German heritage." Like German, even Germany's like, "Leave us out of this. We don't drink like you fucking idiots." It's cold, yeah. It's it's cold everywhere. It's cold Minnesota right next to you. They don't drink like you because they're a bunch of libtards. That's good. I think the problem, actually, well, the reason why Wisconsin is so drinking heavy is because they just, I don't even know if they drink more than, they do drink more than everyone, but they also answer those polls, honestly, because they're so nice and polite, you know? You know, you're supposed to lie when a doctor says, how much you drink? You know, they're like, well, well they asked us a question. Got to gotta tell the truth, Sheila. Make sure we fill out that form for the Census Bureau of State Shaming, whoever the fuck, whoever, whoever they're doing this poll for. Let's see, how many drinks do we have a week? Two to six, eight to ten, or until the shed is empty. All right, we gotta fill it in, or we can't. We can't lie to them. God forbid. Oh man, they get so hammered. Let we just, just did a Thursday night show. Hammered, 
absolutely hammered. They're so happy, too. It's a weird combination of happy and drunk. I think it's because of the cheese. I'm not sure. But they were good. The drinking age consent. It's 21, obviously, everywhere. Everyone knows that's 21 minimum age. Here it is. Here you can be. It's 21 unless you're with your family. I'm not. That's not a little joke. It's legal to drink underage if you're out to dinner with your parents. Wisconsin knows the family knows better than science. Oh man, just being out on the table. This is, I mean, Sean Flannery said, "Look, we're at the restaurant. All right, we'll start with some calamari for the table and uh, round of Jaeger bombs. We're celebrating. Timothy uh, learned how to ride a bike today. He's gonna get his first DUI in a little bit, aren't you, buddy?" <laughs> DUIs, by the way, your first DUI is like a it's like a parking ticket. You don't even even a crime. You call a lawyer like what? Your first DUI? Yeah, you don't need me right now. Call me when you drive through a school or something. We need something actual, an actual crime. This is nothing. Anyway, so we are here. We are in a box. We are in NFL Week Nine. We got five picks against the spread coming up. Um. That's it. We'll throw a survivor. Got a man in a box segment at the end, of course, so you can see where that's going. So many subjects I wanted to get to in man in a box, but of course I had to travel, and that's what happens. Um, anyway, let me just, let's do a quick ad read, and we'll come back with our first couple bombs. Here we go. Let me see. Uh, that's not a smooth transition, but I will do it. Win bet. Ready to win money and boost your odds? Well, that's win bet. Now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, and all the states, New Jersey, New York, Michigan, Tennessee, Virginia. Bring excitement to win Las Vegas to online sports betting. Be on the lookout for the win bet. Win hour each Thursday from 5 to 6 Eastern time during win bet. Win hour marquee games of the week will have better odds of win bet, giving you a larger payout opportunity. That's fun. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com backslash win bet so they know we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer is subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present present in the state where you where play through WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, and uh, you do right now, you listening to this has a gambling problem. Because you subscribe to the Gambling Sports Podcast Network. I do, too. I'm not judging. I'm just saying. I read it, and I call it as I see it. We all have gambling problems. So we should maybe call 1-800-522-4700. Uh, I'm not saying it's a problem. No, it is a problem. I'm not saying a problem. Well, not all problems need solved, though. How about that? Is that a phrase? It's a. It's an Irish blessing, as they say. Um <laughs> All right, we're back. That's a short. I think it's a short ad read. Short. Uh, yeah. Well, that's it, man. Well, we got one more block. I'm going to um, Let's get into it then. So, uh, first bomb. All right. I feel like when I'm not in the studio, I don't know if I have the same rhythm. You know, I need those closets of giant jerseys behind me that Ryan Graver does. Shout out to Ryan Graver and Sean Green, the head honchos back there. They went to the A and M game. That looked fun. Um, all right. Tampa Bay versus the Rams. Why do I am I on Tampa Bay or against Tampa Bay every week, it seems? Because I do the bits. That's why. And Tom Brady's always in the goddamn news. So it's Tampa Bay at home versus the Rams. They look terrible, but so do the Rams. Two bad teams. The NFC champ was not the NFC champion. NFC divisional round playoff game last year. This is the Brady revenge game. This is the game. Okay. 
So the Rams beat the Bucs last year in the playoffs at home, at Tampa Bay. And this is the reason why Brady is back to play football this year. He was ready to, he was ready to walk off fine, but he didn't like the way that game ended. So the Rams basically ruined his marriage. You know what I mean? This is the team that Giselle had a little fling with and that she's not even with him anymore. The Rams are like, listen, we, we're not even good. We don't know what happened last year. You beat us. I mean, we, we you let us beat us. You know, next thing you know, we're playing the Niners at home and in the Super Bowls at our home. And I guess we'll win it for here. We're not good, obviously. We proved that this year. <laughs> the Rams are fucking bad. And their Super Bowl is looking embarrassing on everybody. Like Marissa Tomei winning an Oscar, embarrassing. This is like, oh, God, who won the Super Bowl last year? This Rams team won? Now we look at Tom Brady like he owes us an apology for this. People, I like sports commentators comment on Tom Brady's life, by the way. Has there been a more fucking disgusting divorce? <laughs> like, I know they're, I mean, I know they're a mega celebrity couple, Tom Brady and Giselle, but like, Jesus Christ, it's so funny to just openly talk about the divorce. Well, you know, his divorce is, the paperwork's filing through, so maybe he should get football. No, he should only have football ahead of him now. He should be able to clear her mind. There's nothing better when meatheads break down. <laughs> like family and like sensitive uh, sensitive subjects like relationship like now listen listen I know it's got to be tough I've gone through four myself but uh you know this is the best thing Brady needs back back to work back on the field yeah it's not quite the same Tom Brady getting divorced from Giselle than the reporter from the fucking <laughs> Charlotte Observer doing his fourth uh Go around. When <laughs> you say that, we're talking about uh, human adults like women. Another go around, shall we? Uh, so Tom Brady. So yeah, now we want. Uh, so Brady's got to get his revenge on this because of the. Yeah, the Rams destroyed his fucking goddamn his marriage, <laughs> and. And because the Rams won that game, they went on to win the Super Bowl. And they had no intention of doing it. Now they're so bad, and now we, as a country. We kind of want Tom Brady to apologize to us. You know, you got you to win. You got you to make this right. This is not nice. I like I like when we I like when people demand apologies. Like Kyrie Irving, <laughs> Kyrie. I won't even get to Kyrie Irving. Whatever his lunacy, but he spoke out uh, today, and he didn't quite say he was sorry. And everyone's just furious. Sports reporters, like he didn't say it. So I would just say you're sorry. Why? Why do you want him to say you're, he's sorry? He's obviously he's not. You know he's not. He wouldn't have said all this. He would have done all this shit if he was. I mean, yeah, he's sorry that you fucking people are protesting now. I mean, he might you know cost him tons of money, but he's not sorry for what he did. So why do you need to hear that he's sorry? I don't. That's what I don't get. It's kind of like the LIV golf tour, like. When all those guys went, you know, they're playing the Saudi Arabian golf tour and they're doing it for money, obviously. And all the PGA guys, like, we just want to admit that it's for the money. You know it's for the money. Why do you need them to hear? What are you, a fucking child? Why do you need to hear this shit? Just admit it. It'll be better if you admit it. No, it won't. No, it will not. You know it. What do you, don't know it? Then what do you care? Why just admit you're wrong, Kyrie? No, not, Kyrie doesn't believe it. Who cares? Why? What's, what's an insincere apology going to get you? I, I, I don't understand that. What was I talking about? The Bucks? <laughs> and Giselle? Oh man, I can I can I can really go for meathead. Meathead uh, marriage analysis is some of my some of my favorite sports talk.
and how this is the best thing Tom Brady can do. Because now that was a, that was the analysis this week that the, the, the Giselle finally uh, filed for the paperwork for the divorce and it went through and all that. And now Tom can just clear everything out, leave the you know get the house for the kids and the weekend, and that's it. Fuck off. Pure football. Now we might not ever get rid of Tom Brady. That was the thing. Like he he quit last year and then he came back after a month. Like now nah, I want to play again. And apparently. The reason why um, <laughs> the reason why Giselle is upset is because he's playing football, not with them, which you know is understandable. But also, I don't know if that's there's got to be more to it than that. You don't get divorced for that. Um, <laughs> but uh, so now that he doesn't have to go back to that, who knows? This guy, this asshole, might not leave us till he's fucking sixty. He might fucking George Blanda us. I mean, he already is doing that. Um. Plus, he's going to be the most happy, rich, divorced quarterback in the world. Giselle makes like 10 times the amount he does. How much money is there in supermodel? Brazilian supermodel world. Jesus, I'm in the wrong business. I should have been a... <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, <laughs> So we'll give it out that bomb first. Oh, I got to timestamp this. Oh, this is a whole thing. I forgot about this. This is, this is the mobile man in the box. Bottom line bombs. Coming at you from... The greasy apple, Appleton, Wisconsin. I have to timestamp my uh, my bomb sound effects to get to the producer later. So when I say Tampa Bay minus three, bomb it! <laughs> Boom! See, it already came in a sound effect, but I just wrote down what, what the time was. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? A little sneak peek behind the most <laughs> tightly produced show on the NFL Gambling Podcast Network. Oh, boy, I've seen this level. All right, let's get into the uh, second bomb here. We're going to go. Uh, this is one of my favorite. This is one of my, maybe my new favorite team of the year. Carolina at Cincinnati. Line is seven and a half. Oof. Now, we've been we've been getting on Carolina recently. I love I love the way Carolina's playing. They are a team from Lean On Me. They are very side, side by side with Crazy Joe, the principal. That coach Wilkes, he's just a fucking crazy. He is this absolutely cleaning house. He's getting rid of all the criminals, kicking them off, trading people. They're not good, but they're fun. They're 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 playing together. They should have won last week. They should have won at Atlanta. And first of all, they're hilarious because they're two and six, and they're like two games behind in that division because the division's so bad. Um. Yeah, they hey they uh, they threw a hail mary. To go to tie the game up versus Atlanta, and then they miss the extra point because after the, after said Hail Mary, DJ Moore took off his helmet and they gave him 15-yard penalty because you can't show your face and be an individual. Uh, it's an old, old celebration rule, which people are a little furious about that. So the 15-yard penalty, so, so the extra point turned out to be like a 50-yard field goal, which is hilarious. They miss it, then they lose in overtime, although the kicker did miss a 33-yard field goal in overtime. Uh, people are rightly upset about this uh, helmet rule. It's a bygone rule. where like Because it used to happen on the field. Players would take off their helmet on the field after a play, like look at me, and owners do not like that. Owners, it's a point of emphasis. I love when they say that. Well, it's... 15 yards for taunting. It's a point of emphasis. Owners, when they're hosting their <laughs> billionaire buddies in their suites, they don't like when their property mouths off. I mean, it is the most racist shit in the world. When owners want a point of emphasis for taunting, they don't like their they don't like their property acting up like that. 
So the helmet roll was on start. 15 yards. I love how 15 yards is the most maximum. You can fucking paralyze a guy and get 15 yards. You get the same amount of penalties taking your helmet off to show yourself, to be, to be to celebrate. Meanwhile, they, they it's not like they don't allow celebrations anymore. They allow celebrations everywhere else in the game. A deflected interception, the fucking the entire defense runs down to the other end of the field and then do some community theater, you know, production. Some like <laughs> they reenacted a Call of Duty, like like a like a playhouse production of it to make fun of Kyler Murray, the Vikings defense last year. I mean, it's good. I'm not saying don't do this. I'm not saying take away these things. I'm just saying if you allow this, you can allow fucking DJ Moore to take his helmet off in the stands. Like he's not, he's not like he was even on the field. It was like through the end zone to some Panther fans after he just caught a fucking Hail Mary. It's just so funny. The, 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 I mean, these, celebra- these end zone celebrations are like Marcel Barcelona doing like these amazing silent film work and like physical Buster Keaton, like physical comedy stunt shit. It's incredible. Eh, but we don't like when we see their face. Sometimes they have dreadlocks and the owners don't like that. That's a point of emphasis. Point of emphasis. <laughs> Oh, boy. So, anyways, Carolina is at Cincinnati. I just like the way Carolina is playing. And give me seven and a half. And even though Cincinnati, we predicted they would lose to the, to the Browns. I know although we predicted that when they still had Jamar Chase. I don't like how bad the Bengals look. That usually means they're going to bounce back. But they are different without Jamar Chase, obviously. Uh, not that bad different. I, they should win the game. But I just think Carolina will keep it, uh, keep it close no matter what. Even if Jamar Chase was playing. I just like the way Carolina is playing. And... and P.J. Walker, I just kind of like how terrible he is, but yet everyone loves him on that team. Like, they are. They're lean on me. They are just leaning together. They're redoing the song. They're redoing the uh, the school song. Very You smoke crack, don't you? Um, anyway, uh, let's, <laughs> let's, just, let's just get through with this. Uh, Carolina Panthers plus 7.5 is our second bottom line bomb. Go ahead and bomb that. Right now we will go to one more ad, guys, and that's it. It's a short ad week. I think people are. I think my sponsors are leaving me. Yeah, good for them. They thought they'd put that one on five week. They probably left and then didn't know I was going to bounce back, baby. Anyway, here we are. Uh, <laughs> YouTube. This is good. This is a good uh, ad read. Sports gambling podcast is giving you a chance to win your choice of either an autograph Lawrence Taylor or, or autograph Brian Dawkins jersey. Contest is completely free to enter. You subscribe to youtube.com backslash sports gambling podcast. Comment on a video. Each video is a new chance to win. Turn on your notifications so you don't miss HGP contacting you. When you pull the winner, the winner will be announced on Sunday's recap show. Did you hear that? So go ahead to the YouTube page, SGP. So last week's episode of mine was on there. I was also on the prop show if you want to see more of me um, with Sean and Ryan. But the winner will be announced on Sunday's recap show. So that's great. You can get a Lawrence Taylor or Brian Dawk. Get a B-Dawk jersey, the 8-0 Bears. Although LT is pretty great, though. He's, uh... <laughs> what did LT do to what time would he... He got caught with, like, a 13-year-old hooker, and he's like, I swore she was 16. Okay, that's still, that's still illegal, LT. <laughs> yeah, well, it's not as illegal as 13. Well, you got a point there. All right, you're in the sack. You're the sack master. Go for it. All right. Well, that's it for the ad read. So there you go. Um, now we got more. We got three more bombs. Survivor and a man in a box. I feel like this is much more 
actually more solo. I feel definitely feel more man in the box. I'm going to have to turn my back to the mirror once I get there because I'm, I'm finding myself. I usually find myself going crazy. Uh, <laughs> shout out to Kevin Bozeman, who I mentioned last week or two weeks ago. Um, I interviewed him today. He was on our Blackout Diaries podcast, and he's a good old great comic and uh, gambler friend of mine. He does a podcast. I'll give a shout podcast a shout out. Ball hog, Kevin Bozeman Ball Hog. He said he always said you can find if you want to find it, you'll find it. It's in your heart. You'll find it. If you really work for it. But he does a solo one and I was telling him I will never uh criticize anyone who does these solo shows anymore because it's not not just that it's difficult and you don't really know the audience or the pace or what to do or the, just the you know, the rhythm. But it's just your brain. You feel your fucking, you feel yourself just losing it and going crazy and having a conversation with yourself. And Bose would say, yeah, you, 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 no one comes through on the other side better for it. When you do these things, you're just absolutely, I see why Alex Jones is the way he is. I really do. All those guys, those fucking, I mean, Brush Limbaugh's and Glenn Beck's, and they're fucking, I see why they're all fucking ridiculous and crazy because they're, Talking into a microphone ourselves. I know half of those are dead, right? If not, they should be. <laughs> there was a thing. I also, I made mistakes last week. I did correct mistakes. Now I'm also never going to uh, jump on anyone from those mistakes either. There was a viral um, tweet this week that even uh, Sean Green. I liked it too because it was Colin Coward, and I hate I hate Colin Coward. I usually don't hate on anyone. In his business that makes money, whatever, I don't even care. Because for some reason, Colin Coward is just one of the worst. But he made, he, there was a whole montage where he was calling, because he's just so pompous about it. Uh, David Montgomery, he was calling him, well, he was calling him Westchester or something. <laughs> Rochester, if he's doing a Jack Benny. He's calling him Armstrong, that's what he's calling him. <laughs> like for ten times over. And it's it's funny, whatever, how ridiculous he is. But I'm not going to make fun of him for it. Because I get it. Whatever. So that's that's where a fucking producer has to jump. Someone else has to jump and say, "Hey, idiot! You know, snap out of Because he does that. He's got a guy. He's not even like me. He's got a guy there. He's got. Uh, he used to have some just fucking just whoever's just gorgeous model doing the news. They all want to be Howard Stern. They want to have a fucking a news guy. You don't need a news guy. <laughs> Joy with the news. The news. What are you talking about? You do a fucking sports talk show. <laughs> Oh, that's hilarious. All the sports talk guys want to be Howard Stern. And they don't listen to Bruce Springsteen. And we're the worst for it. Bruce Springsteen, by the way, uh, at the Phillies game, World Series, he absolutely jinxed these Phillies and ruined them. They were up 2-1 before the fucking ball showed up, and now they they can't hit the ball. Anyway, let's get on. Let's move on to uh, more bottom line bombs. Here's a nice one. We got Minnesota-Washington. Minnesota is minus three. Now, and this is a tough game. Originally, I kind of liked Washington in this. Everyone kind of likes it. It was three and a half. It came down to three. But the more I think about it, I think Minnesota might be the play. Washington is kind of fake good right now with Tyler Haneke. They, um, they had got a good thing. They won three in a row. So everyone's liking them, you know, and Hankin just wins. And they're versus really bad teams. They kind of got that movie thing going where they hate the owners. Everyone hates Washington's owners. Dan Snyder, worst run organization in football, at least, if not all sports. They all, I mean, the fans, Washington fans hate fucking Snyder. They just don't, they refuse to even go to the games. They hate the fucking guard, what are they, commanders, I mean. 
because of Snyder. He's just the worst. He <laughs> absolutely is the worst. And uh, so they got that movie thing going where the red, where the, even the team hates the owner. Every every sports team, every sports movie, the plot is the owner hates their team for some reason. He wants them to lose so they can relocate or whatever the hell it is. And, but then the players are against the owner, their own owner. It's always there's always the owner sabotaging their own team. Like when does this happen? Yeah, kind of, kind of does with it, but because it's, it's an easy, you know, it's an easy villain. It's billionaire, billionaire prick owners. Uh, so the fact, so Dan Snyder, uh, the, the news was this week he went to Bank of America and asked him to look into helping, you know, to move some money around with the team. So everyone just started freaking out. Like he's selling the team, you know. It's not confirmed. It could be any, it could be any several lawsuits against him that he's he's trying to do. But what, but people hate him so much they just got excited. Well, he's selling the team. Who's gonna be new owner? So people just popping in. I'll do it. RG3 popped up. Hey, me and 10 fans, we'll get some money together and buy the fucking Redskins or the Commanders, I mean. <laughs> what? RG, what are you talking about? RG3, how much money do you think you have? How much money it costs to buy a football team in the NFL? They said the asking price is going to be like $5 billion. $5 billion. The Broncos... They were the last team to sell. They 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 went for four point six billion billion. Like the fucking guy from Walmart had to buy them. <laughs> There's only like three people that should be buying NFL teams. Even the people that own NFL teams now really can't afford to own it. They asked Byron Allen to buy it. I love that. I love the commissioner just thinks people can just buy teams. Hey, we we can really help if you can buy. How much money does Byron Allen have? He does have an empire. He's a he's a psychopath. Coming up next, owning Washington, changing the team name. <laughs> but yeah, five billion. In order, I'm not saying just to get to get that money together, be able to afford it. Like the, <laughs> the fucking like, you could be able to have, make a mistake of five billion dollars and still have like. Like Jeff Bezos makes sense. He, that came out. There was an article. Bezos and Jay Z are gonna come. Are gonna come by. Oh yeah, Jay Z is gonna throw his. <laughs> Tell you what, Bezos, you flip the first four point nine billion, and I'll throw in him uh, rights to title or the blueprint. Well, you know, I'd love to see Jay Z as the front end, but Bezos, yeah, Bezos has one hundred twelve billion dollars. He could buy the team. <laughs> what a fucking disgusting statistic. Jeff, let me say that again. Jeff Bezos has $112 billion. This is a nice society we've set up. <laughs> I actually kind of like it, though. I'd rather have one enemy, like one just monster supervillain that has all the money in the world that we all can collectively, you know, put our hate towards. It seems very... Very 70s villain movie. Instead of it being spread out, I just want to know. And also, I'm a fan of all his products. Tell me what I want. Tell me what I get, Bezos. Deliver it to my door. Tell me Amazon Music, whatever. I hate thinking. Get inside my... Get all of your machines inside my brain. Yeah, so three people could buy the Reds. That's why I keep calling them. Well, you know what? I'm going to call them the Redskins. Like I said before earlier, the Redskins should never have changed their name. They should have kept this, just changed their logo. The logo is what was offensive. You didn't have to make it Native American. You could have had me on there. Nice fucking sunburned Irishman. That's good. Yeah, we wouldn't mind. Anyway. Uh, Elon, <laughs> Elon Musk could buy them. Although he just bought Twitter. 
That's a fun story. People are irate with Elon Musk and Twitter making these grandiose public quittings. All these actors are like, oh, I'm, I just can't do it. I'm going to hang around for a week, though, to say, good, to say my goodbyes. Say your goodbyes. What are you, moving? You're getting off Twitter. Good for you. Say my goodbyes. Holy shit. I love Bezos one out charging for verified accounts. The blue check marks. The blue check marks are irate. I will not pay $20. He wanted to pay $20 a month. And, like, okay. and then someone like flipped out like Stephen King was okay. Elon Musk like replies to these two. That's why I kind of like Elon Musk. It's kind of funny when he... He replied, like, he's on Twitter. He's replying back. I was okay. How about eight bucks? He's asking for eight bucks a month. He's fucking Elon Musk. Oh, my God. You know, the thing is, uh, an AOC, as I'm the Aldo Cortez, the hot uh, politician, on, she's extremely online. She keeps going nuts about this thing. Who gives a shit? All these people would pay it. If they didn't know other people knew they were paying it. That's the problem. It's not that they're paying. They don't, they don't care that they're pay for a blue check mark. They also don't want us to pay for it. That's the problem. They don't, they, it's, not, it's not an elite status to them anymore. But, they, but the, if they know that people had to pay for it, then, they, you know, then you bought your button. Like Joe Pesci style. You bought your fucking button, AOC. Um, <laughs> because that's all you hear about them before complaining. Like, Verify me. What does it take to get a blue check mark? Okay, it takes this. It takes twenty. It takes eight dollars a month. It takes a Starbucks coffee a fucking month. I will never. I'm saying my goodbyes. This was a this was analysis on the Vikings at one point. Um, <laughs> right, because these commanders are up for sale. And Kirk Cousins' revenge game. Let's not put it past that. See, this is why this is why um, the the villain movie of the players against the team is going to backfire this week, because now both teams hate Washington's owner. Kirk Cousins was shipped off by uh, Snyder and the guys, and the guys. Snyder and the guys. Up next <laughs> on Fox Wednesday, Snyder and the guys. Um, yeah, Cousins, of course, famously for Washington, the old, you like that guy. You like that? He was drafted the same year as RG3. RG3 wants to buy this team? What are you talking about? <laughs> He's a fucking the fifth analyst on ESPN. Yeah, they were drafted the same year. Cousins uh, as a fourth rounder, and then he became their became their quarterback, and they kept one-year franchise tag. I mean, he would make like 30, $25 million a year, though. No, he's a massive contract with Vikings. But only Cousins would think he's got snubbed and would want to play for Washington. He doesn't realize how much better he has in Minnesota. So anyway, because of that, and the Byron Allen purchase team, let's go with let's go with these Minnesota Vikings uh, against the ownership. Minus three, bomb it! All right, that was this. What is this? I feel like there's a really slow pace going on. I think I need more produced. I need more produce? Listen to me. I'm already saying bad words. I don't mean uh, dirty words or profane words. I mean words badly put together. (laughs) Words not comprehending in sentences for you listeners to comprehend. Anyway, now we got Las Vegas at... Oh, my God. Do we not... Hold on. How many games did we do? Let me recap... uh, bombs real quick we did carolina plus seven and a half we did minnesota minus three we did 
What was the first one? Tampa Bay minus three. Oh, I did skip one. I said Las Vegas. Which one do you want to hear? You want to hear Las Vegas, Jacksonville, or Arizona, Seattle? They're both not great. Um, <laughs> tell you what, why don't you callers call in? Say which one you want first, and then I'll, I'll, I'll hang up and listen. Why come radio hosts don't do that? You know? You know what? I'm going to hang up and listen. You take over the show. That's why I never got the fucking whole radio business. Not that I'm doing great here, but the radio uh, rating system is so outdated. Everything is based on callers. Callers and interaction. That's how they still do ratings. So you can say, I'm going to hold, like I did promos last week, I'm going to, with this dog that hangs around the SGPN network, uh, Garth, Garth and Buddy, but you could do that. Like if you don't listen or call in, I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop. I'm gonna drop this dog off a roller coaster. It'll get callers. It won't be moral. But the the suits will be happy. I gotta make the suits happy. Um, let's get into this Las Vegas. We'll just bang them out real quick. Who cares about the order? Uh, Las Vegas, Jacksonville. Las Vegas one and a half at Jacksonville. That's a fucking weird game. Las Vegas just got shut out. Uh, that's why I like them. We're gonna take Las Vegas here. Um. Jacksonville just got back from Europe. No bye week either. They used to give you a bye after coming back from Europe. Now they're right back into it. Because, like, with the Jets now, meaning the airplanes, you fly. it's like flying to fucking Vancouver. Um, Jacksonville's always in Europe. Jesus, God. Because their owner loves it over there. He loves it in London. He wants to move a team there. He's in the soccer. Uh, so he, we keep shoving Jacksonville down England's throats and... They study abroad there every year, and they come. And this is their week back. This is the week. This there's no nothing really more annoying when the Americans when they first get back from Europe. They reference they they call it the states. You know, they refer to America as the states. Beers or pints to them. They start getting into soccer. They start teach. You know, they're talking about it like like they're always been into it. They're wearing fucking scarves. At the bar. What are you doing? You you live in Jacksonville. Why do you have a scarf on? For my club. The football club of the Jaguars. No one calls it that. Stop it. The Raiders are your... <laughs> the Raiders are the opposite of that. They are not high and mighty on that. They are the fucking... Their friend is going to slap the shit out of you and tell you to shut the fuck up. Then when you say, what are you doing? They just laugh. They're punks. They're bullies. The Raiders, but they're like that. Like Hammers bully. We predicted them last week to lose to the Saints, but they're good enough for Jacksonville. They're uh, they're like those bullies that like hang out at the mall. They like drop down to high school, like nineteen at the mall when you're like in eighth grade, and they beat the shit out of you and they date your girl. They they're weird. They hang out in the woods, all scary, leather jackets. You think about that a lot of times, like those bullies when they were like 18, 19. We were like in eighth grade and they would hook up with our girls. Fucking rape? That is pedo. I mean, Jesus Christ. Our, we're like 12 and 13. It's got eight, 19 year olds are fucking. And the girls love it. Girls love dating up, as they say, age wise. Still, still do. Still do. But you, Lord, I mean, <laughs> Jesus Christ. That is jail time, brother. All right, I don't care what the what Metallica print you have on your jean jacket. There, that is gonna get you in the slammer if her dad finds out about that. Um, yeah. So anyway, so Vegas comes back. Uh, f- 
Vegas comes back. I think they stayed out east just waiting for Jacksonville to come back from Europe. I'll always like that. Well, no need to fly back to Vegas and then fly back out, go to the whole East Coast. Meanwhile, <laughs> Jacksonville's coming over from fucking England. But also, I get it. You don't want to... Anytime you can keep your players out of Las Vegas when they're young millionaires, that's a, that's a win. Okay? Let's find... Uh, we'll hang out here in Duval County. Jacksonville's a fucking... Well, I've, got, I've been into Florida. Gotten into Florida before here. On the bottom line, bombs, how swampy it is, and tornadoes. Jacksonville is trash. So the Vegas, so the that's where the Raider fans should be vacationing at in Jacksonville. Jacksonville's fun. How about when? <laughs> I mean, I like Jacksonville. It's a big town. I want to Cat Williams did his comedy special on Netflix, and he recorded in Jacksonville one of his special, not his latest, latest one, but I think one before that. And he opened up his special with like 10 minutes of local Jacksonville bits. <laughs> it's a fucking, it's a worldwide special on Netflix. He's just doing, lo- I mean, local Jacksonville bits, street name bits. And it was hilarious. I mean, it's Cat Williams. He's so funny. But like, he doesn't give a fuck. <laughs> I appreciated that. Anyway, we f- because of that, because of, the, because of those asshole Jaguars are coming back Referring to as the states. Meanwhile, you're fucking high school kids. Shut up. Uh, we're going to take Las Vegas minus one and a half. Go ahead and bomb that. All the sound effects. All right. That is four bombs. So now we'll recap and do the fifth one. Actually, we'll just go into the fifth one. Then we'll recap at the end of the five. Um, and then we'll do a man in a box. And we'll cut some promos, I guess, in this hotel room in Appleton. Um, Arizona, Seattle. Arizona's minus two. These guys just played. Seattle uh, beat them pretty good in Seattle, but now they have DeAndre Hopkins, so we're going to go with an easy revenge game. Arizona minus two. We're going to back Arizona at home. Um, There's a lot of revenge games. Seattle beat uh, Seattle beat Arizona, and then they threw. Uh, they did a funny thing online. They did. Pete Carroll mocked Kingsbury because Kingsbury had that. Picture of him in his Malibu beach house during the draft. And then they, they superimpose Pete Carroll's head on there. Tell you what you don't do. You don't, you don't, yeah, don't mess up with an, an Instagram influencer's coach. Because that's, that's Cliff Kingsbury. He's not a real coach. He's like an IG influencer. He's an Instagram, you know. There's comics and there's Instagram comics. And there's models and Instagram models. Like It's not a real world, but it looks like one. It looks great. And Cliff Kingsbury's an Instagram coach. But you don't make fun of his you don't make fun of what he does, and that's his beauty, his online content. He's like that dude, like you ever seen those pretty boys like uh, growing up and you, you first <laughs> like a young a kid freaks out of when you mess up his clothes. You know, I always thought that was weird. And like, like you you, know, you spill a beer on his shirt, like, what the fuck, man? This shirt and you're like, You're a dude. What do you what what are you talking about? What's wrong? It was always weird when the dude got upset about things getting on his clothes, even though it's a, even though it's vomit. Sorry, I threw up on your fucking two hundred dollars shirt, buddy. But you're a guy, so you know you know how it is. Anyway, that's Kingsbury. <laughs> Kingsbury's that guy that he gets really angry. Then they get, to, they get to a weird level, like oh fuck, I've never seen you angry before. Nothing but hair gel, and now you're irate, all because of your clothes. So he's gonna be coming out. This is gonna be his one of his one of his only. T- he's a horrible coach, though. But this is gonna be his one time. And uh, 
Pete Carroll need Pete Carroll and the Seahawks just need brought down a peg. Who the fuck do they think they are? Um, they love making fun of Kyler Murray this year too. If it wasn't for Russell Wilson, Kyler Murray should be happy about Russell Wilson being rid- as ridiculous as he is. Kyler Murray is another one who's had a bad year. Uh, he's coming around now though with DeAndre Hopkins. Not coming around, but he's playing better for sure. Um, he signed another big contract, and of course, the big thing of that contract was that he couldn't. He had to study an extra four hours, some ridiculous thing. We had to study four hours a game and basically not play video games. They put in his contract to stop playing fucking video games. So now everyone loves making fun of Kyler Murray for playing video games. Like I said, the Vikings last week did a whole reenactment of whatever the hell, whatever the Call of Duty or something. First of all, everybody plays video games. I mean, I don't, but you know, you know what I'm getting at. <laughs> the younger people, generation, they do. It's, it's they're amazing, and I get why they do it. You look at these graphics; they're fucking incredible. These commercials for I mean, they're, there's more money going this than any movie that's going on. Like that's where all the fucking money is. These video games. You're gonna make fun of Kyler Murray. First, the entire NFL plays video games, but oh, he's a quarterback, so he needs to study more. These commercials, I mean, it's got like a bigger budget than Avatar. God of War, Ranger Cork. There's a fucking, like, like the original Beatles were in this ad. They dug up fucking John Lennon or McCartney. Which one's dead? McCartney should be. I say he should be because of the hints they gave us on the Abbey Road album, not because his music is extremely annoying. Um, but yeah, their budget is like fucking, it's insane. It's like there's... It's like they're shooting. Uh, what are, what's what's an old what's an old? Uh, I was gonna say. What's the um, big budget old movie? Charlton Heston was always in them. Uh, <laughs> I've really drawn a blank. Oh man, um, Spartacus? No, no way, no way. Am I thinking of Spartacus? Doesn't matter. Like I said, when you're solo, I don't care well, what the mistakes are. You're solo and everything's going crazy. Um, but anyway, yeah, everyone plays these fucking video games. I mean, it's insane. God of War, Call of Duty, like all this shit. This is not the reason why Kyler Murray was bad. Maybe because he had, you know, because whatever, he's bad because he's bad. But he's he's also good when he's good. That's analysis for you. He's bad when he's bad. He's good when he's good. Anyway, that's uh, <laughs> that's my show. Give me money. Um, <laughs> but people love making fun of video games like you're playing Pac-Man or something, especially older generations who don't understand these video games. Like, like all right, you're just playing video games? Yeah, no, they're not playing video games. They're simulated movies. It's almost an interactive experience. I mean, it's a, this shit's amazing. They can't comprehend esports. So esports is so huge. And they give that same fucking argument. How can you watch someone? I can see if you want to play. Okay, I'll give you that. I like when they concede you that. But watching someone else play video games? How do you, I don't know. You watch them play golf, right? That's just as exciting. It's the same fucking thing. You watching someone play golf on TV is just like someone playing video games. Or watching someone play poker. Yeah, the action itself is not exciting. But you like watching them being skilled at what they do because it's something you do too. It's something you relate to. You can't play the video game the way they can. You can't play poker or golf the way they can. Look at me. Look at me bridging the generation gaps. <laughs> <laughs> also, fuck them. Fuck out of Murray. 
But we're going to take him this time. That's for sure. That's for that's for sure. <laughs> so uh, I love it. I love the Instagram coach getting angry. I love Kyler Murray and God of War with uh, the cast of Heat 2 being in there. Heat 2, don't even get me, don't even get me started on Heat. Anyway, let's bottom line bomb Arizona minus 2. Bomb it. I saw Heat um, when it came out in the theater. Christmas Day or Thanksgiving Day? Always a big a big movie night for the family. Holidays. We just go out that night. It's always packed. And he was fucking packed. Babies in there. It was just, it was, just it was insane. They oversold it and fucking these dudes ripped out the bench from the hall from the aisle. From the lobby. Like a metal bench and put it in the and put it in the aisle and sat in that. <laughs> and the kids working the Eric Five Pence Salkin Theater were not going to kick them out for doing that. Anyway. This guy at the end of the movie, when Heat was over, stood up and says, Michael Mann couldn't direct a movie with Jesus Christ and the 12 Apostles. I'm still not sure what it meant, but it got a good laugh. Um, anyway, it's, uh, that is the bottom line bombs. Let's recap the five picks before we get to the Man in the Box segment. That was uh, Tampa Bay minus three. I can't believe I'm still going back to Tom Brady, but we're doing it. Carolina plus seven and a half, and that's a, that's a nice one. That's a nice big old dog. Um, Arizona minus two, Las Vegas minus one and a half, and what was the other one? Minnesota minus three in the old ownership bowl game. You like that revenge? Whew, that was a little tricky one because I had one, I literally had Washington earlier on, but I'm like, ah, let's just switch over to Minnesota. Byron Allen. Anytime to do a Byron Allen coming up next. Goodell going to Byron. Hey, hey, Byron, how much money do you have? I have no idea how how it works over there. Can you and Tyler Perry get together? You know, two guys who have an obscene amount of money for some reason and own a team that would make that would give us a good look. You have an extra five bill to spare. All right. I know I got an AOC on that one. I don't like how uh, extremely online AOC is. I have nothing against her. Really, even her policies and all that shit. I don't give a fuck about them. It's kind of weird how people are obsessed with her. I mean, she's hot. I get that. But I don't like I don't like when politicians are too savvy online with Twitter and all that shit. All the tech, like, you shouldn't you shouldn't know all this stuff. I want you to know other things. I don't like that. Anyway, let's get to the man in the. Bo- oh, I should do a survivor pick too, right? Mm. I mean, I've already lost a survivor, so I don't even know what I'm giving you advice for for that. Um. Jesus Christ, right? I could tell you Cincinnati. <laughs> That'd be funny. I'll give you Cincinnati as a survivor pick by Carolina cover. That's not what I'm going to do. Um, no, I'll, I'll give you a survivor pick. Hold on real quick then. And then we'll get to the man in the box out here from Appleton, Wisconsin. Um, what do I say about that? Uh, I mean, you got to go Bill. You see, you go Bills or Chiefs. Those are the two big ones. Bills you want to save for Thanksgiving because of playing. On Thanksgiving, and they're going to win. So take the Chiefs over the Titans if you don't have, if you haven't used them, um, just because you're playing Malik Willis who threw the ball once, I think last week. <laughs> anyway, let's get to the man in the box. I, um, like I told you, I'm on remote here. I'm doing shows all weekend long at Skyline Comedy Club with the teenage millionaire himself, T.J. Miller. Uh, we have a 4:20 show on Saturday afternoon. Just added. Um, 
Yeah, triple header. I love Appleton, Wisconsin, but it was not not easy to get to, especially from L.A. We flew. I flew out. Yes, it took me twenty hours to get here. I got here this morning. Um, I'm recording this overnight between Thursday and Friday. Couldn't get the studio. Uh, started off nice. I left well Wednesday afternoon from L.A. and LAX. Uh, easiest I've ever gotten through there. There was nobody there. Two and a half. It was weird. It was odd actually. It was like pandemic stuff or something almost. Kind of weird. Um, not that I flew during the pandemic, but when I was actually, when I was flying back, when it just started, it's like when it's emptied out. It was definitely weird. Uh, but anyway, I got through there. So I'm like, this is easy. Something's wrong. Something's definitely wrong. Something was wrong. I'm like, there's no way, no way traveling is going to be this easy. It never is. I always have problems. TJ likes to say, man, you and your travel problems. You're just bad luck. Well, yeah, it's also then. I don't have fucking first-class direct flights like you do, asshole. But anyways, I'm out here doing connections. But getting to Appleton, you can't fly in direct. Not from L.A. So I had to connect to O'Hare. We got there at night. So we left like 2 in the afternoon in L.A., just 4 o'clock there. So we arrived around 9. The World Series was going on. Philly's fan. I wanted to go check that out maybe in between I forgot I forgot how little the rest of the country gives a shit about baseball there's one bar at O'Hare had like the fucking Mac football on I'm like hey guys can you put the World Series on and I had to talk people into it and then as soon as they turned on it was 5-0 I'm like ah fuck this I don't never mind I don't want to watch this so then everyone was pissed so got off that. yeah people do not talk <laughs> about the baseball which whatever I get it um so anyway, so then uh, the flight was ready to go to Appleton, and then uh, we get on there, and it's uh, delayed, and then some other thing happened, and uh, then they're removing us from the flight. They said there was something wrong with it. They said that there was a, the, the door needed resealed. They can say whatever the hell they want to say. What are we going to do? People are demanding to know what's wrong with it. What's wrong with it? Like, what do you care, Janet? You're not going to fucking fix it. Whatever they say, you have to go with. Like, there's nothing. I mean, they're an air, it's an airplane. A flight to Wisconsin's funny because they're all like they're all Wisconsinites or white plate Wisconsinites are really nice. This one guy's like, man, everything goes wrong. This one guy swear he goes, it's like Final Destination. That's what he said to the flight attendants. You ever see Final? She's like, what? Oh, I never saw that. It's a great movie. No matter no matter what we do, we're all gonna die. And she's like, what? <laughs> Don't say that. We have to go on a plane. No, no, come on, it's a great one. It's had a whole series because of it. What's wrong? <laughs> oh man, so. We're on a plane, and they come up. They they make the announcement about the door and shit, and we have to get off. And like they're like, "Yeah, I'm gonna lie, you. It, it could take a while. <laughs> it could take a while. We had to put a new door on the plane. Well, to seal the door. So now everyone gets off. It's a small plane. It's going from Chicago to Appleton. And uh, I get off the plane. I literally stepped. I stepped uh, one foot off the airplane. I'm not lying. One foot. One foot might have even been on. But one foot, and I turned around because like, I forgot my book. Like, I left in the seat. I'm like, oh, I forgot my book. Empty-ass fucking plane. Um, the book was Cousin Sal's gambling book, by the way, which is whatever. Mediocre. <laughs> whatever. I don't hate audits. Someone gave it to me. People look like, oh, you like this? You like gambling, comic? No, th- those things anger me. They don't, I don't enjoy things like that. So I'm like, why, why, isn't, well, why isn't it me? I'm so much better. Anyways, it's a fine book. He's fine. I have no problem with him. Um, although he did book, I was booked for his podcast, and he pretty much said no because I'm not big enough. Fuck him. 
Matter of fact, whatever. Fuck him. He's fine. What was I getting at? Oh, so I turn around, one foot off the <laughs> one foot off the plane. I come back and I'm like, oh shoot, I forgot my book back there. And the flight attendant stops me and like looks at me. And says, you know, normally I wouldn't allow you to, but this plane's not going anywhere. So go ahead. Oh, okay, thanks. Thanks for that. Thanks for that caveat. Normally you wouldn't allow. Allow what? To be a human being? Is, is anybody a fucking human being? Why, why do you have to make it the worst? Especially in an airplane in the airports. They love just making it just absurd rules. Allow what? I didn't go back into the airport, you know, and fucking grab my bomb from the bathroom. That You think I already got through security? Is that what you think happened? It's right there. You go fucking get it. What are you talking about? Norm- normally, I wouldn't think. I'm not mind what you normally would do. Oh, my God. These flight attendants, too. They think they've... Said, at one time, she said... Uh, not her particular, but another one that looked just like her. I'm responsible for 200 souls up here. So, what we say you have to listen to is I'm responsible for these souls. These are souls. Jesus Christ, we're taking a fucking... We're on Southwest, first of all. Okay? None of the, none of our souls are worth saving. This was not Southwest. This was United. And I'll say, United, whatever. I mean, whatever happens. I mean, I, like I said, I these things happen, whatever. But then we're out in the terminal, and then they bring out the snack cart. When they, when they bring out the snack cart, you know you're, you're not going anywhere. That's when they fucking... They know how to fucking calm Americans down. It's fat Americans. Give them a tray full of snacks. And they announce it. You have all the snacks you want over to PA. And they do. People just rush to it. And fucking loaded their backpack with chips and all in those airplane snacks. They fucking, I like when they give you that, too. Oh, that's in the morning. Anyway, then they announce it. You know what? Fuck it. Let's just everyone get a hotel. Flight's tomorrow morning, 10 a.m. It was supposed to be at night last night. Like 10 at night now, like 10 a.m. People are uh, peeing now. <laughs> that just set up. I kind of laughed. I'm like, well, okay. Because I only laugh because I know how angry other people are going to get. People just love getting angry at this shit. They were just irate. What? What? I got business. <laughs> One goes, I need to be in Appleton tonight. I have business there. What What business do you have in Appleton that you have to be there by midnight? Who do you have to go to the supper club? The supper club has been closed since 9. The Houdini Museum, okay? It closes at 2 p.m. I checked. I have business in Appleton. People wanted to rent a car, which is fun. I almost, it's only like a three and a half hour drive. I've done that, I've done that drive plenty of times for Chicago. Like, to gang together and become friends. Are you fucking out of your mind? No. I'm not doing that. First of all, our luggage was on the plane. They wouldn't take that. That, would, that was kind of funny. They wouldn't take our luggage off. Like, our luggage is on the plane? What? I'm like, well, that's not going anywhere. That's going to Appleton tomorrow morning. If you want to meet your luggage, you want to drive and meet your luggage, fine. Pick your luggage up at 10. These guys did have to handle a lot. There are people. This woman's just yelling. I got. I got to be there. Okay, fine. Um, well, how do I get this hotel? We we sent you a text message. Well, I don't have a phone. What? What do you mean you don't have a phone? How do you not have a phone? How did you get in here? How do you leave your house without a phone? You can't. She goes. Well, it's in my bag. It's in your bag. You packed your phone. And you have business. At midnight in Appleton, and your phone's packed. Okay. 
Something's not up there. I believe you packed your bag because you're an old fucking ridiculous person. But I doubt you have 11 p.m. business in Appleton with your phone packed in the fucking bag. Okay, well, where's the shuttle? It's by terminal. It's by baggage claim one. I don't know where baggage claim one is. Okay, you see the signs above here. You see the air. You see the world that's happening right now. You know how you go out in the world and you look at signs and it tells you to go places? Have you been to an airport before? Probably not if your phone is packed in luggage. Who the f- <laughs> I doubt she even has a phone. I doubt she was even on her flight. She probably snuck on an ass. She was just crazy. Anyway, she's screaming. These poor people had to fucking do So now we, uh, we did get the shuttle. I guided them to the shuttle. <laughs> then they became nice because so, everyone had different choices of hotels. Some soccer team went over to Rosemont, whatever. It was about... Eight of us, me and seven Wisconsinites in a van, going to uh, some shitty hotel. Then they then they all became parents. Oh, we got a new 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 alert! The gate change. It's F eighteen. Everybody. Okay, we just at F nineteen. Doesn't matter. It's one over. Okay. Oh, I'll, I'll I'll figure that out tomorrow morning when we go when we have to fly to fucking <laughs> Appleton. Then the flight was at 10 a.m., and then they were offering a shuttle at 7.30 or 8.30. And I, of course, wanted 8.30. We're five minutes away from the airport at O'Hare. It's an O'Hare hotel, basically. These guys would, these guys would have took 5.30 if there was an option. It probably was an option, but it was like, what? How long? Take 7.30? I'll sign up at 7.30, and then I checked in. And when I, did, and when I signed up for 8.30, they were all like, whoa, pushing it. They're, they're, I, had like, I had like five different mother-in-laws. And father-in-laws over my shoulder. <laughs> they're like, oh, so they were, uh, they were hoping I would miss it. I bet. And then what happened? We went to the complimentary breakfast. I was in the, I was the complimentary coffee and uh, breakfast in the morning at seven o'clock, and they were there. And they bullied me into going to seven thirty. They did. They had the driver come grab me. Basically, I'm like, all right, fine. I'm, I'm, I'm up. And then go get my bag. Well, they're ready to go. They were packed and ready to go. 7.15, like ready to go, waiting on me. But I wanted to get the fuck out of that hotel. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. And then we get on a plane and then uh, same crew. And they love the recap. Just to recap, we reset the door. That's why we couldn't do it. But to make up for it, full can of soda. Full can service, everybody. People cheered openly. More snacks and full can. Go ahead and. Go ahead and have the whole can, honey. That's what we got. Full can service. <laughs> full can. Full can to go, too. Even that. That's I mean, that's just they really know how to treat a fellow. Anyway, that's gonna do it for this week's bottom line bombs. That was the man in the box segment stuck in Chicago. Um you got all the picks. Uh you can Follow me on Instagram, CJ Sullivan was taken, or CJ Sullivan Like I said, I'm in Skyline this weekend here in Appleton. If you're listening to this right now in that area, or if you're stuck in O'Hare and you need to drive up, take a shuttle. <laughs> you find your fucking luggage. Oh man, um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, my other podcast, Blackout Diaries, with Sean Flannery. Also a great one to check out. Drinking stories. As I sit here in Wisconsin, the spotted cow world. Um, maybe it's a little down because of the, uh, the fightings, but whatever. He looks like Houston's going to win the World Series. They're a pretty good team. How the hell did the Phillies even win two? Who knows? Um, yeah, that's about it. That's all I need to plug, right? I'm going to throw out some man-in-the-box uh, promos, I guess, in the hotel room. We'll see what happens. 
Um, other than that, that's it. Good luck. <laughs> Good luck. What am I doing right now? Good luck. Enjoy the games. When people say that, I was like, Mike Greenberg looks to tell you to enjoy the games. Enjoy the games. It's a football Friday. This is the most generic thing in the world. It's this mirror. I can't look at this fucking mirror anymore. All right, guys, play that. Speaking of generic, generic techno music. Let's get at it. 